Welcome to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland, best-selling author and life coach. Join me each week to learn more about the strategies, tools, and mindset needed to arise from the overwhelm and live a joyful life you love. To learn how you can work with me further or to get your copy of my book, Arise and Shine, check out www.juliannekirkland.com. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode because the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Brooke Jefferson is a believer, wife, mom, and multi-six-figure business owner. She has been a photographer for the last eight years and also coaches other photographers on how to build a profitable and sustainable business. More recently, Brooke has been pivoting in her business and helps Christian women entrepreneurs scale their business using a simple business model through her five-star business podcast. When she's not working, you can find her reading, binging Netflix series, and attending her children's endless sports and activities. Welcome, Brooke. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Next Level Faith Podcast. I'm your host, Julianne Kirkland. Julianne, for such a treat. I have the one and only Brooke Jefferson on with me today, and she is an incredible woman. She's an incredible faith-filled servant of Jesus, and I am so grateful that she is joining us today. Welcome, Brooke. Hey, hey, I'm so excited to be here and feeding off all your energy. So yeah, I'm excited. so much energy. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I love it. It makes makes for a great start to a conversation. And it also helps your listeners, because I'm a podcaster too, helps your listeners go, okay, right, this is how we're going. So yeah, I love it. (laughs) And isn't it true, like, I know you've discovered this and starting to do things God's way of like when you, you know, when you're walking in your purpose, like, you know, when you're fully aligned because you enjoy it more, it, it doesn't feel so like, Oh, I got to go record a podcast. Like you're excited for it. Yes, that is, that is absolutely the truth. And there are certain days where I like, I just won't, if, if I'm supposed to sit down at Tuesday and record podcasts, but if I'm not feeling it, I won't do it. Cause it's not gonna, it's not going to serve me. And it's definitely not going to serve my audience. So it's yes, so totally. <laughs> it's so true. So talk a little bit about that because you have had a very successful podcast, which you shut down and then kind of relaunched and done this brand new podcast. And in the description, you talk about how you've done business the world's way and you were exhausted and you were frustrated and you were burnt out. And then you decided to partner with God. So talk a little bit about that transition and and how that came about for you. Yeah. So there, there's really no first, uh, or there's no time in my mind where I can like pinpoint, like, this is exactly when everything changed. But I think when we look back, it's very easy for us to feel like we are a hot mess. If if I can just say that, you know, we just feel like we're not put together. And right. how many times have we started something and stopped something and done it messy? And so when I look back, it, it seems like a mess. But also when you put your, you know, Holy Spirit perspective glasses on, you can see, okay, wait a second. This actually makes so much sense on how I got to this moment. So I have honestly, I feel like I've always had a a heart for business, an entrepreneurial spirit since I was young. I mean, I used to come up with 
unique ways to like sell things, have garage sales, the lemonade stands, like all the things. And I've just always been attracted to business. And even as a child, I would watch reality shows about business and like just all, just all these things. And so, um, it's no surprise that I have been involved in so many different businesses. And my first one was starting my photography business when I was 19. I had just had my first child and like, just trying to find my place in the world really. Mm. And so ever since that moment, I kind of got my taste of starting my business and, you know, had no idea what I was doing. I really was just kind of following a passion, something I felt led to do, something I enjoyed doing. And then six months later, I had a full-time business really placed in my lap. And so I kind of was balancing that while also trying to finish college and get a college degree because I thought that's what you had to do, what I was supposed to do, right? (laughs) Yes. Yes. All the things that you think you're supposed to do. And then, you know, even within that, you know, I had all these different jobs too. So I used to help other business owners with their marketing. I was almost a VA, if you will. Um, I worked for, you know, agencies and then I kind of got my taste of coaching and just all these different things. And I, what I know that I know that I know is that God gave me the speaking and the teaching. It's in all my prayer journals. You can go back from when I was like 10, 11 years old. And and I literally talked about, I wanted to be on a stage. Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to speak and I've wanted to help people and things like that. So anyway, all the way getting us to 2022. Um, I've always had a heart. My heart's always been in the right place. And I can see evidence of that in everything that I've done. But also we're human and we need money. We want money, right? To live and to do all the things. And so I got caught up in building some of those businesses the world's way and just thinking that I had to follow the gurus and the marketing and like all these things. And it just kind of left me exhausted and feeling like surely this isn't it, right? Like surely it gets better. Like there was no fulfillment. And I was telling my, I was telling my assistant the other day, it is so wild to me to think that for years, four years, like three solid years, I was hustling my way, working five, six days a week, couldn't find enough hours in the day to where now working is easy. Like I come and go as I please, like I can fit in hobbies and passions again, and I'm working less than I ever have before. So that to get everyone up to speed, that's a little bit of the backstory. And I, yeah, so we can get into all the technical stuff, but that's the backstory, the, the foundation of where I've been versus, versus where I'm at today. Yeah, that's, that's so good. And I think it's so important for people to understand is that, you know, God can shift anything in a moment, right? Like we know that as believers. Um, and then there's this practical side about it, right? And it's, you was like for years, <laughs> for years. And that's, that's the thing. Sometimes your moment is years. Sometimes it takes years to establish everything you need to establish to build everything that he's trying to build in you to be able to sustain the thing that he is leading you to. And so many people are like, but I want to know that's great, precious, but <laughs> you know, like it's really, it's his timeline. And now it, our job is to surrender and obey, you know, Absolutely. It's so cool that you did that. So go back a little bit. I'm going to kind of take us off topic for business because it just struck me. You said, you know, I'm 19. I just had my first baby. I'm trying to figure out who I am in the world. And I was like, man, I mean, even some of the women that I am coaching currently who are, you know, 40 and above are trying to find 
their voice in the world, like trying to find who they are in the world. So what was that like at 19 in that situation for you? Yeah. So this, you know, this situation for me had more, I think it sculpted me more in my faith and who I am today really than anything else. Like it's not just about business, but I, um, I had actually had a lot of like guilt and shame for a while about being 19 and pregnant because I had, which we're married now, but we weren't then. And we had like just met each other, um, a, a couple months prior. And then we were supposed to like learn how to be parents together. And I remember people asking like, are y'all going to get married? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, that's really not that, you know, I hope so, but that's not really where we're at right now. So, um, thankfully we did, we got married like a year and a half or two years later and it worked out for us. And I realized it doesn't for everyone, but I'm going to tell you, like, it was rough because it was a constant battle between my flesh and my spirit Mm -hmm. of, you know, really just battling. Okay. Like here, God's using this for good. Like I promise there's glory coming out of this. Like you don't have to walk in that shame, but I am telling you like, that was probably the heaviest I've ever felt. Mm -hmm. Um, just like the whole spiritual warfare in my life was between being ages 19 to 21, like just really trying to battle for who God had called me to be versus what I was physically walking through at that time. But looking back, oh my goodness, I am so thankful for all of that because I, again, like at the end of the day, I think no matter how old you are, what situation you find yourself in, leaning into God, getting into the word is the only way you're going to figure that out. And the only way that you're going to be able to get through that. And I was young. Like I didn't know a whole lot. And one thing that I will say is a lot of people have told me my entire life, you are wise beyond your years. You have so much wisdom. And honestly, I think that comes from having a relationship with God and the Holy Spirit. Like 1000% is where I think that comes from. Man, that's so good. And it, it's so hard because, I mean, you're exactly right. Like you have this flesh and you have the enemy who is at every opportunity reminding you of, oh, hey, remember you you mess up. Oh, remember your shame. Oh, remember the sin. Like he's calling you out by your sin over and over and over and over again. And God's like, hey, Brooke, 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 he's calling you by your name. Yeah. And it's just, uh, it's so hard. I know Holy Spirit goosebumps, right? It's yeah. so hard for people, because when they're hearing that shame and that, that self-condemnation that we're putting on the condemnation, that other people of our, well, you should have done it this way. You should be doing it this way. There should as of everybody else. And we're hearing all of that. We miss that still small voice. It's like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. And that's it. It's so, it's so small and it's so quiet. And you really won't hear, like, if you're not waiting on it, you're not giving your space, you're not giving yourself space to even hear his voice, which he can find other ways to speak to us. Absolutely. But most of the time, you know, when you're looking for that direction, your internal compass, right, you have to get quiet and still, and you're not going to be able to do that if you are absolutely submerged in the world's way. And even if, you know, the world has good in it too, it really does. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of my, one of my favorite people, Heather Shriver Burns always says like, just because it's good, doesn't mean it's God's good for you. Right. Mm -hmm. It's good for someone else or, you know, whatever. And it may not be your good. And so I think we just need to, um, really discern some things too, and and give ourselves space to hear the Holy spirit. That's so good. And you talked a lot about, um, you know, and doing podcasting and coaching and speaking and how they really do all flow together. I feel like once you're a speaker, 
you're, you're teaching, right? You're teaching an audience. Um, you were an actual teacher, like an in-classroom yeah. teacher at one point. <laughs> so yeah, you totally, totally get the teacher vibe. But, um, and then coaching just kind of comes naturally with that because people were, are going to connect with you when you're out there sharing your message and they're going to want to work with you because God is using you and your story as a conduit to speak to that person. And I think it's so powerful. So talk a little bit about like, what do you help women with entrepreneurs with men with, I don't, I don't know specifically who you work with, but what do you help them do? Yeah. So man, that's like the million dollar question, isn't it? And this is something that, and I just love sharing stuff in real time. You know, it's cool to hear people's stories of, Hey, here's how I arrived where I'm at. Right. But for me, I'm, I'm still very much in it. So we were talking about, um, before I'll go one step back so we can, so we can move forward. But, um, you know, talking about making room for the Holy Spirit. Well, I had joined like a podcasting, like mastermind group program type thing. And I thought I was going in it to improve what I already had. And in reality, God was going to give me my new, my new vision, my new assignment, my next level thing. And um, I, and we got all the way through the program, like the last couple of weeks, and then yeah. I got it. Yeah. And it was like a divine download of here's the name, here's the brand, here's, you know, what you're going to help people do. And I, again, I got so caught up in perfectionism. That's one thing that I, I have to be very careful about because I will do in action if I think that I don't have all the pieces together. And so I you know, I just, he gave me what I needed in that moment. And I'm someone who's like, can I have all the pieces? Just yes. give them all. Okay. Oh, Lord, thank you. Yeah. But can I have more of those pieces? <laughs> yes. And so I had to get really comfortable with just the piece I got. And the only piece I got first was the podcast. Okay. Nothing about, nothing about, you know, monetizing it. There was no offers that came two months later. So mm -hmm. just recently, you know, in my, in my journals, you can see the divine downloads that I got, you know, the, the, the business funnel, which I think is so cool that God can give you those things. Mm -hmm. Um, but I still, so he gave me all that I needed and he already told me the what, but I was so focused on the who. And again, mm -hmm. we have to be really careful about this. I wanted to know, okay, but who is it? And I felt like the who kept changing. Finally, in the last week, I'm not joking you, I felt like he said, it's not about the who. It's anybody that identifies with wanting to run their business on a biblical foundation, probably mothers, probably women, you know, just because that's really who I relate to. Right. But the what is, is really helping them go beyond just like the basics of, of business. It's how do you actually get people to say, Hey, you have a five-star business. Like I would rate this five stars and beyond. So it's a little bit of branding and workflows and how can we, you know, get into this rhythm of surrendering our business, but still taking action yes. uh, to have a profitable business. So for me, it's what I like to call the fun stuff. So like I get to do business audits and really look at people's businesses and figure out, okay, where's the disconnect? Yeah. Why are you not getting the results that you're wanting? And then there's a couple of key areas that I'm like diving into. Um, and then one other thing that I'll say too, is I have mainly been coaching photographers for the last couple of years. And that was why I was so caught up in the who, because mm -hmm. that's where I had been. And I felt like I, the first time God was really speaking about this next level assignment was 
we're going to go from the photographer pond and now we're going to put you in a lake. You're going to serve more people, not just that one industry. And so I was like, oh, oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) It was kind of intimidating too, because I'm like, okay, are you sure about this? Like, I can, like, I know I can help people. I've been doing it quietly for years, but yeah. And so, yeah, so that's kind of, it's kind of where I'm at right now. And, you know, it's still, we're still in the beginning. We're in, we're in the humble beginnings and it's hard for someone that's built successful businesses prior. And now I'm starting all over again. Yes. So that's where we're at. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so true. Cause like when I, when I was graduating high school, I got a volleyball scholarship and I didn't take it because I was like, I ended on such a high. <laughs> I don't want to go start at the bottom. Yes. But like just that, that mindset that we have and, you know, as, as women, as business owners, as just people, we are going to, especially people of faith, which is who listens to this podcast, but we're going to go through these seasons where, where we're at is enough. And then we're going to hit this like valley of, oh, that's just not enough. Like things are changing and what was enough is no longer enough. And God's going to call us to more than enough, but we have to go back up that mountain with him. And there's, there's times in the valley where it's, it's scary. It's intimidating. You're like, that's a, that's a big mountain, Lord. Can you um, show me the whole path? And I talk about this all the time about being in the lamplight. He has a lamp unto our feet. Like he's going to give you one step at a time. And that could be the business funnel. That could be the podcast name, but our job again is obedience and like, okay, Lord, I am going to be present in your presence and allow you to lead me beyond. And that's just so cool that that's exactly what you did. Yeah. And that's such a sweet reminder, even for me, like on that journey of hiking up this really big mountain, just to hear it over and over and over again, because we really, I mean, the Bible tells us to meditate on his word. And it's for this very reason, because yesterday one verse I clung to was enough today. I need a new one, you know, or I need to reread it. And so I think this is just good for me to marinate on that promise as well. And that truth that it is. And you know what, it's not supposed to be easy and it's not supposed to be overnight. And unfortunately we just live in a time and an age where everybody wants to throw their business in the microwave and it be ready to go. And unfortunately we still need the oven. It's going to be a slow cooking kind of business and all good things take time. You know, pregnancy's not overnight. You're with that baby for (laughs) nine, 10 months, you know? So anyway, um, I, like as a mom, I like to relate things back to that. Cause that was hard. That was tough, but it yeah. was, it had its beautiful moments too. So that's so true. Yeah. Um, and, and talking about that, that microwave business that everybody wants, you know, one of the things that, um, has really been hitting me recently is I was, I was speaking for Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi, and that was like a really cool experience, right? Serving entrepreneurs from all over the world. Amazing. Awesome. Great. But then I would hear, people say, Oh, I just worship him. And like, that was just crushing to my spirit. You know, here I am like at the top of my game and I it just wasn't aligned. Like I couldn't do it anymore. It just was so pulling against who I was, you know? And so I had to make this decision of again, that like start over decision. Well, I gotta go do it out on my own now. Lord, are you kidding me? And wanting that microwave business you do because the world says, sell the outcome. Like that's marketing period, sell the outcome. And God says, surrender the outcome. And so it's like, (laughs) 
Love. You know? Oh, God. Oh. I need a shirt that says that. Yes. Write it down. Monetize it. There you I go. <laughs> but it's just, it's, okay. it's so confusing for women of faith that are, are trying to get this business rolling and they're being constantly inundated with sell the outcome, sell the outcome, sell the outcome, sell the outcome. And God's like, Hey, again, that's still small voice, surrender the outcome. Like be with me right here in this moment, in this lamplight. And it's like, we need to, as kingdom women, like our, our job is to advance the kingdom. And it's like, let's put more money in the hands of the good girls that like actually want to make a difference for the kingdom. And so I love that, that you said yes to come on this interview because I want more people to know you. I want more people to work with you because again, like that's, that's our job is to create this kingdom community where we can actually speak truth into these women who are trying to make it and not just make it, but like thrive in it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so good. And yes, seriously surrendering the outcome. So one of the podcast episodes that I have, we really got into this and it was like how to biblically goal set for your business. Okay. It's not about manifesting. You're not going to do any of that. It's not going to get you anywhere. You're not going to create like these big elaborate vision boards that you like say affirmations to. Like that's, that's not what you do, but like you're going to make your plans. There's a logical way that you can set goals and you can tell God what you want. That's the beauty of it. He already knows. So just like speak it out loud. Yes. Hey, this is in my brain. So now I'm just going to communicate this to you. And then the last piece that we always do is you submit those, you surrender them at his mm -hmm. feet. And then you just keep taking action and you just keep saying, you know, open the doors that are for me, close the ones that aren't. And you just, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's a daily process. And something else that I love that you're talking about was you were talking about, you were at the top of your game. You were doing all the things that everybody would have high-fived and said, you made it, you, right. you made it. But I'm going to tell you the one thing, and I guarantee you this will be your answer too. all the people that you hear that did something the world's way, or they found themselves like, quote unquote, there, you know, they made it. Um, all of us who are faith led and we are believers would say we would trade that in a heartbeat for where we're at now, because it's the freedom that, that Jesus promises like that. Once you have it, once you experience it, once you feel it and you touch it, there's no going back. And that's okay. why we have these songs and these Bible verses that talk about, like, I tasted everything the world had, right? but now I, I'm more content than ever with less, right? Mm -hmm. With less. And, and the other thing too, one thing that I think we're going to struggle, well, okay, let's not speak that. But one thing I think a <laughs> lot of people do struggle with in entrepreneurship as a faith-led kingdom mindset, you know, believer is this thing of, oh, I'm supposed to be hum humble, but um, I also feel like I want, I'm going to make half a million or a million dollars. Mm -hmm. And I just think the enemy is going to come for you. Once he gets past certain mindsets, he's going to yeah. come for you on, on money. And here's the thing, God doesn't call us to be poor. That's something I'm still trying to overcome myself. Um, but I think the, the monetary success looks different for everyone. And I just don't think that's the success necessarily that God is calling anyone to. I think it's a byproduct. It's a byproduct of your, of the obedience that you mentioned earlier. That's so true. And, you know, I always have to go back when I'm having money struggles, um, like mindset money struggles, because yeah. God put gold in the Garden of Eden. I mean, that's one of the first things that he tells us and he tells us it was good. So like he put it there. He knew we were going to need it <laughs> and it was meant to be good. And so it's like you have to reframe that 
Because if whatever is happening in your monetary situation, if you do not see God working for good in it, then you're probably looking at it the wrong way, you know? And it's like, he, he wants you, if your goal, right, is to be successful and I'm doing air quotes, people, you can't see it, but I'm doing air quotes. (laughs) You want to be successful and I have to have all this money, do all these things. Great. Wonderful. Fantastic. And let's say one of your things is, you know, I want to be able to, um, help with sex trafficking. Okay. You do have to have the money to do that. And it's like, if he knows that, if he put that desire in your heart anyway, he's not like this genie up there. It's like, ha ha daughter, you believed me. Ha ha I'm not going to do it for you. I mean, like in saying it like that, we're like, duh, of course he's not like that. But when we're not seeing the fruit of it, when we're not seeing the promise of it fulfilled in our own lives yet, we start feeling like, oh, maybe it's not for me. Maybe this isn't, maybe I can't do this. Maybe I can't infuse my business and my faith and be successful air quotes again, you know? And so like what um, you did a recording the other day and you were talking about, you addressed the main questions, like the four main questions that people ask you about how to infuse business and faith. And one of the things you said was, um, or one of the questions was, are you afraid that people, potential clients aren't going to want to work with you? And you talked about how you have to realize that you're in business to attract people and to repel people. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Okay. So I just feel like this goes for anything in life too. In the Bible, I mean, hello, the Bible, you say Jesus, people are going to either run to him or run away from him. Right. And so if we can take that mindset with us into business, if you are, and I was in this place at one point, I didn't want to say anything that was going to rock the boat. I didn't want to say anything that was going to offend anybody. Like I just wanted to be neutral because that's what Mm -hmm. I thought that Jesus did. I thought he was just neutral, but he's not. And (laughs) yeah, I, and I say that too, and mm, you can get onto controversy over that, but we're not doing that. So anyway, but I, but you know, that's one of the things though, is the reason people, and now more than ever, personal brand where there's, we have done so many air quotes this episode, but but, okay. So, but here's the thing though, like your personal brand, your values, your branding, it does matter. Like it does. And I think now more than ever, especially after the last couple of years that we've walked out of, I feel like God is calling many of you to use your voice, to open your mouth, to, to say like, this is where I stand. Mm -hmm. And I'm not asking you to, I'm not asking you to call anybody out. I'm not asking you to talk about politics, nothing like that. I'm just asking you to make a stand in your business and be okay with having your own opinions, your own values, speaking what you feel the Holy Spirit has called you to speak and putting all that in your business because it does matter. Um, And I think that, and, and here's the thing too, I believe that one of the ways that and one of the reasons that God called me to have this podcast and also put it with a business category and not with a Christian category yeah. is because it's one more way to get in front of people who would not normally have heard that information or right. seen the truth. So I don't think there's a fine line. Like I want you to go into your business and have the mindset of repelling and attracting because that's important. And if, I mean, if I have had so many people say I was very hesitant to listen to your podcast mm. because I, you know, maybe I would, I had shame over, I used to be close. I've fallen away or I've, you know, I was so wrapped up in new age. 
that I didn't, you know, I didn't realize that, oh my gosh, that's why I felt that way. And mm-hmm. I mean, people are being saved on a podcast without me even being present. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, Jesus. yeah, it's so good. And so I'm like, honestly, even if this was never monetized, this is enough for me. Like yeah. this is enough because I know that people are seeing the truth. So um, the other thing that I was just a caveat is God's not calling us all to go into a Christian, only Christian, only sphere. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I am saying that if your values matter to you and you want to share Jesus, you can do that without being offensive, um, you know, or without being super, super bold about it. But also, I think a lot of you, you'll know, you'll know if this is for you. You're like, yeah, I've been neutral. I've been avoiding any type of conflict, any type of you know, trying, you know, rubbing someone the wrong way. And I finally, like in the last two years, I've just gotten bolder. I'm the boldest I've ever been about sharing my faith in the truth. And I don't, and I don't apologize for it because I don't need to. right? Right. So anyway, but yeah, so repelling, having people say no, or having people look at your content and say, uh, unfollow, that's good. Yes. You should be doing that. I lose followers on a daily basis. Okay. Thank you. Right. Yes. Thank the good Lord that that's happening. So anyway, there's, so there's a little bit on that. It does. It clears out more room for the, the right people to come in, you know, and I, I fully believe in divine connection, you know, um, and the more that I have just, again, surrendered that outcome of like, oh, you don't have to have 10,000 followers. You don't have to have 5,000 followers to be making money in your business, but the world is going to tell you that you do. And so it's really hard for people when that's what they're hearing. And that's why I'm constantly saying like, be very intentional about the people, the organizations, the music, the TV, everything that you choose to allow to influence your life because it matters. And our kids are watching. (laughs) Yes, they are. And they are coming for our kids. And if we're not going to be bold and we're not going to set the tone um, for, you know, regardless if they're your, your actual kids are just like, you're, you're an influence in people's life too. And I just think that where it starts is it starts with us. And this is why, like, when you look at, wow, how did we get here? Well, by everyone being neutral, everyone trying to be accepting. Let's not not step on any toes. Let's not offend anybody. No. Yeah. It's just, the, I mean, we went from zero to 60 real fast. And, you know, now it's like, well, we just have to accept everything. Mm-hmm. No, nope. no, we don't. Sure don't. <laughs> nope, sure don't. No, nope, we it, don't. It's so, it's so interesting. Um, I had Jody King from um, Love and the Outcome. She was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, she was like, I don't stand where I used to stand anymore. And I think so often, we feel like, okay, if this is where I stand right now, this is where I stand forever. And that leaves no room for like God to, to renew your mind, to evolve your heart. And the thing is, again, it's, it's the sin that's happening that we're not supposed to be comfortable with, but we're still called together. We're still called to love people. And I think that's, that's our biggest attraction point in being out there in this podcast way is to be like, Hey, I don't know what your background is. It could be very different than mine. I don't know what your current situation is. Your current circumstances are. It could be very different than mine. But I know that God loves you where you are and who you are right here, right now. No questions asked. And it's like not enough people are pointing to that. They're like, oh, here's the rule book. 
you know, you got to check off all these things. And so get it reinforces that I have to do, I have to work for my salvation. And that's not biblical at all. <laughs> no, it's not. And and that is, that's a struggle for, for me as well, which I feel like I'm, I'm in a good place now, but there, the, you know, my life story, my backstory was, I just feel like I have to do things. And there was, there was a quote floating around Facebook the other day that was like, um, you know, I feel like people love me for what I do, not who I actually am. And I'm like, Ooh, that cuts deep because sometimes you find yourself there. And so, um, as business, high achieving people, right. We, or just like a natural drive to just do things. It doesn't even have to be business. Like if you're just an active person and you like to go, 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 right. it's really easy to get wrapped up in the, Oh, I have to work for this. I have to work for God's approval and for blessings in my life when really you don't like, you know, I just, yes. And so, and there's a fine line between showing love and being overly accepting of things that you're not called to be. And God, that's a whole, that's a whole series. So we right. won't even, that's that. a series. we'll do that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's so good. That's so good. And, you know, again, thank you for being willing to have these conversations because a lot of people aren't, a lot of people are afraid to even like, we haven't, you know, we haven't gone political at all. Like we've kept it very, you know, shallow end. <laughs> and that's yeah. the thing, a lot of people aren't even willing to put their feet in the pool. And like, that's where the water's parted. They had to walk into the water. Yep. You I'm dropping that mic right there. I know you can't just, you can't just walk along the sand line. You got to dip your toe. Like you got, you got to get there. It starts with one, but it's honestly, I think this is how it started for me. One time there was one conversation and I decided to say, I don't agree. Boom. That was it. It was a healthy conversation. The next step was, Hey, I saw somebody actually being bold, speaking out the truth. So I shared it to an Instagram story. And then after a while, people would hop into my DMs and they'd be like, oh my gosh, thank you for sharing this. This is why I chose to follow you. This is why I listen to your podcast. This is why I became a client of yours. And you'll see that ripple effect. And so, yeah. And I think, I think at the end of the day, it goes all the way back to the beginning, which was making sure that you sit with the Holy Spirit because you're never going to know what's neutral if you yeah. don't even open the word and you know and, and be in prayer and journal things out so That's yeah so good. all right so one last question then we'll do our speed round but okay beside you know seeking the holy spirit and leaning into the word and beside all of that part what is like your number one practical go-to strategy for how you attack your business Oh goodness. Okay. So for me, it's probably like making a plan. So I like to visually see things. Mm. And actually, this is the tip that I think I get the most compliments on. In fact, like I was just listening before we hopped on here. I did another interview on another podcast and we were talking about, you know, the goals and like all and all these things. And they were like, I cannot believe you said all that for free on a podcast. And <laughs> so anyway, um, it's working, it's working backwards. So it's again, we talked about this earlier. You get to tell God, hey, this is my plans. These are the desires of my heart, the desires of my business. I would love to see my business hit this in five to 10 years from now. Awesome. You submit them, you pray about it. Awesome. So logically, while you're waiting for answers, because sometimes he's 
you know, here's the thing. He's not necessarily going to give you every single step. Sometimes he, that's where your faith comes in. You got to take action while allowing him to stop you, speak, you know, tweak you, whatever he needs to do. But sometimes like if you're waiting on him to give you a green light and you're just not getting, and you're not hearing a no, right. It's just kind of like, you feel like he's silent. He's just waiting. Okay. He's waiting on you to move. So there's your first practical step. Actually do it, like take some action. Um, And so then after that, it's, okay, how do I, here's my dream. Here's the end goal. Now let's work it backwards. And it's literally just that it's Mm -hmm. how are we even going to get here? What's my first product? What's my first offer? Uh, What does this look like? And it's just breaking it down again. You, you said the lamplight, it's one thing at a time. Yeah. So what's the first thing that you need to do in order to get closer to that goal? And that's how I approach my business on a daily basis. Yeah, and oh, it's so good. It's so true. Write it down, people. Like nuggets <laughs> right here, like the Chick-fil-A kind, the really good kind. Okay. Yes, the good guy. <laughs> the real great A chicken right here. <laughs> okay, speed round. Are you ready? I am ready. <laughs> Tacos or pizza? Tacos. Tacos. I found this on the web. Oh, I'm not, we're not talking to you, Siri. Siri thinks we're asking her what hers is. Where where are you going to take us for tacos, Siri? Um, Okay. That really threw me off. Uh, Beach or mountains? Oh my Lord. Probably mountains. Ooh, why mountains? I'm always, I like to see this is where I get off track because I'm like, oh, I want to know why. Why mountains? (laughs) No, it's okay. Yeah. um, Well, I feel like for me, I love like, first of all, my, my honeymoon was in the mountains. We went to Colorado. Everybody else goes to some resort or some beach. We went to the mountains. For me, I just, I love, I don't know, like just having the options. I feel like when you go to the mountains, you kind of get the best of both worlds. You're not sweating half to death. You can still mm-hmm. swim. You can still get in a hot tub while you're in the mountains or in a pool or whatever you want. Um, but I just, the coziness, I think yes. it's just the vibe I get from the mountains. Yeah. Somebody put it, um, it's like nature giving you a hug. Like you yes. just, that embrace of it. Yes. I'm doing a winter retreat um, and it's a real intimate group of women. And that, like, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for that, like embrace, you know, where we can just yes. really get together and connect and just be at Jesus's feet anyway. All right. Um, what is one place on your bucket list? Oh gosh, there's several. Um, honestly, Tennessee is still on my bucket list. I don't know why. Maybe it's because the mountains. <laughs> Like y'all, I'm shocked. <laughs> like you can't see my face right now, but it's shocked. <laughs> yeah. Wait, okay. I, wait, wait, where do you where do you live currently? I live in Oklahoma. You live in Oklahoma. Okay. And so, so why Tennessee? Um, really for the I, I just think the scenery, like it just seems so beautiful there. And I don't know. I just had I've just had it's been it's literally on my bucket list the last three years to go to Tennessee. I don't know why. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that can be, be like really close to happening here soon. There, Brooke. Um, okay. What is one of your like go-to scriptures in the Bible or your favorite verse? Anything like that? Okay. So I'm just going to look up because it's plastered have in my office. <laughs> and you're going to love this one because it's about the light. So it's Matthew 5, 15 through 16. Don't hide your light. Let it shine for all. Let your good deeds glow for all to see so that they will praise your heavenly father. Literally like that's Okay. So I have a necklace. It's turned around right now and y'all can't see it, but Brooke can. And yeah. It's all turned around. But anyway, it has this little diamond on it and it's from that verse. There you a, go. I never take it off. And it's also, it's tangled in my other necklace, my steadfast necklace. 
Um, and those are just two really great things. Like I want to be immovable in my faith, no matter what's going on. I want to be that, that tree of righteousness that is planted deep, you know, that roots run deep and no matter what. Um, and then it reminds me to always let my light shine. So that's so cool. That that's your first. I love yes. that. I love that. All right, Brooke, what is one last piece of advice that you would give to the woman listening today that maybe is struggling with, I don't even know where to start because I do kind of still have some shame around my story. Yeah. Okay. So it's so, you know, God, God's always on time. Isn't he like always on time? So um, I have, speaking of that shame and that guilt and just all the things, I just had just a rough season of my life where I just wanted love so badly, but I just found it in all the wrong places. Mm-hmm. And I think many people can, can relate to this, but I never fully healed. I felt like from a lot of that. And so even as an adult, I'm walking with almost like childhood wounds or adolescent mm-hmm. wounds, if you will. Um, and in the last two weeks, I have seen either the person, like people that were in my life at that time. Um, I my dad ended up sending me this novel, like this novel text of like an apology that I've waited on for like 15 years. Wow. And I just feel like God said we're closing that chapter and we're moving forward. Like we're not living in that. I also feel like God's called me to write a book. And I think a lot of that, that wound, that shame, the stuff we're talking about is going to go in it. Um, and so I feel like it's him just solidifying saying. I made you new, like you are new. You're, you're, you're none of those things. And so I think obviously scripture is a great place to start, but I, there's just power in journaling something out and then just taking that, just taking that to God. So I would say, I think practically just a prayer journal, there's no method to it, except you write down, here's what I'm feeling ashamed for. Here's how I'm feeling, why I'm feeling it, all of those things. And just asking God to come heal you. And you, I mean, you'll be amazed in the ways that he will show up and begin to heal. And it's really hard to move forward and get to next level when you're still consuming old wounds and old hurts. And this year has been a year of healing for me. Last year was rough with friendships and just all of I, I truly thought at this time last year that um, I was never going to be happy or find joy ever again, just because of all the, just all the people that I felt like had hurt me last year. And, um, and then today to sit here a year later and be like, I am fully healed from everything I walked through. It's just, it's amazing. And only God could have, could have done that because yes. nothing's changed. Those circumstances were not mended. Nobody mm-hmm. came back into my life. Like it was not, the circumstances didn't change. It was just Good. my heart and the way that I, that I, the perspective, right? Yes. And that's the peace that he promises. Yes. You know, we think, oh, we're only going to get peace. We're only going to find joy. We're only going to find fulfillment if the circumstances change. Sometimes they don't, they <laughs> especially don't. when you're dealing with other people, you can't control yes. that. And yep. you know, they're on a, they're on their own journey. And so that's, that's such a good, good point to share. And I love the the journaling and I always tell my clients, like, don't edit yourself, yeah. you know, because we do like just naturally like, oh, especially after social media and like, oh, is this safe to put out? Like we start to do that in our own perspective and it's like, no, actually get it out. It doesn't have to make sense as you're getting it out. Just get it out and allow the Holy Spirit to come tend to that, that wound that you have. That's yeah. so good. Brooke, thank you so much for coming on today. 
Yes. No, thank you. This was this was so good. It was I didn't really know, you know, what to expect, which is why I love your format. And I just feel like I'm walking away with more pep in my step. And so I hope that, you know, your listeners are feeling that way too. That's awesome. All right. Thank you so much. That's all we have for you today, my friends. And remember, the best version of you begins on your next level of faith. Bye for now.